Previously on 1B D&D. Multiple factions are looking for the vault. Apparently he was on a special mission to achieve the Stone of Galore. So this stone could lead whoever finds it. To half a million dragons, yes. Two chests. Do you want the one on the left or the one on the right? And if you ever need a ride, just dig out your thumb, I'll find you. A heat wave has hit the city. There's an X in the uh, City of Dead with a single word written next to it. Castellanter. It has been opened recently. I'm going to go down these stairs. You make your way down the stairs and you can see alcoves with uh, various sarcophagi on them. They're all undisturbed. And you also see a trail of fresh blood in the dust. Oh, no. I reach down and I touch it with my finger and I sniff it and I look at it. It's fresh. (laughs) Gross. Just want everyone to know how I know. (laughs) I like wipe it on my pants and I... uh... Oh, also, it's dark. Something I probably should have said originally. Are there torches on the wall? There are um, sconces on the wall with like... Oh, yeah, sorry. The sconces are empty on the walls, but you have your own. Oh, I have a lantern, so I'll just I'll just light okay, that yeah, hooded you, lantern. Yes. Your lantern mm. shines I was just light. trying to be more Indiana Jones, but it's okay. We did Indiana Jones last time. I know. We're doing Edgar Wright today. <laughs> okay, cool. So I light it up. Do I see where the blood is leading? Uh, yes, it's leading. Like, there's pretty much one pathway in the crypt, but you're, it leads directly ahead of you. Shoot. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to draw my rapier and sort of sneak my way forward. And be listening for anything. Should I do a roll for that? You can roll roll for stealth and then uh, roll for perception. Great. I'm going to stealth it first. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby! 23! Nice. Very stealthy. Thank God, Myra. You're good at something. Just not good at learning. Okay, and then I roll for perception. Oh, my God. 20, not natural. Oh, wow. Okay, great. You can't hear anything, which is kind of unsettling. But as you creep forward, you see silhouettes or, you know, shapes of bodies lying on the floor, not in grips. Oh, no. Do the bodies look like they've been dead a long time and came to life and then died again? Or do the bodies look like they were normal people that died? If you were to reach down and touch the bodies and then lick your finger, you would tell that these bodies are fresh. I didn't lick it. I just sniffed it. I don't need to do another constitution check. So it's like a quick cut, me going to the body, and then I like quick cut, like close up on the body and my eyes coming up over it, going. And then quick cut of a big bushy beard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there anything cool on these bodies that I could steal? Make an investigation check. Oh, it's a good one. 18. Oh, nice. So you can see. As you're inspecting them, they all have uh, gold triangle necklaces. Like, they're, like, this strange, like, kind of triangle. Actually, make a religion check. Oh, no. Here we go. Four. They are triangles (laughs) for the god of triangles. (laughs) I'm like, wow, these are nice points. You can tell it's vaguely... Religious. Yeah, religious. They're wearing red robes, and they have no affiliation to the Adventure Zone. All of them are wearing red robes, so they're All like a the, group of people. Okay. Three of them are wearing red robes, and actually, as you are in, investigating them, you can see that they have been stabbed with daggers, and there are cuts, and most importantly, you can tell that two are male, one are female, and the female is still breathing. <gasps> it's labored, but it's... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I go up to her, and I, uh, I, I kneel next to her, and I put the lantern down. I put my sword down next to me, and I, uh, I'm i like, hey, uh, it's going to be okay. What happened? Um, she appears to be unconscious. Like, oh, shit. But she's like, just you know, breathing? circling the drain. Oh, shit. Is there anything I can do for her? Make an inside check. It's no good. Three. Three? Boof. The only thing they can think of is if you can heal her in some way, it will stabilize her. If you have any of the rub left. Or... I have a potion. You do? Yeah. You can use it on her. That would stabilize her. Let's use it. Okay. Yeah, you drip some of the rub into her wounds and they begin to stitch themselves closed and her breathing becomes less labored and her eyes flicker open and she <gasps> and backs up against the wall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who are you? I just got here. My name is Allegra. What's What happened here? She looks over and she goes, Oliver? Oliver? Keith? No. Damn them. Damn them. Damn them to the nine hills and back. 
I don't know why I did it. I was just trying to impress Oliver. He seems so. I, I, you know, I'm a florist. I sell flowers, but I loved him. Uh huh. We brought the stone to them as we were told to do. What stone? She looks away and down. I shouldn't. No. What stone? Look at what happened here. I'm trying to help you. Make a persuasion check. Oh, good. <laughs> it's like I intimidated again. <laughs> I need to be persuasive. <laughs> keep forgetting but like look what happened here i'm trying to help you is i think uh persuasion 10 she nods she goes i was in charge of meeting someone they gave me a stone and i brought it back here as i was told we were doing a ritual when suddenly aaron and sophia they turned on us they they cut at us they cast spells before i knew what was happened i was unconscious aaron and sophia would have likely taken the stone to their hideout in the southern ward, an old windmill. What did the stone look like? It was a pale green, uh, about the size of my hand, and it had ripples on it, indentations almost like eyelids. It gave me the creeps to hold it. Huh. It was very unsettling. Many-eyed stone. I've heard that before, right? Yeah, this is. it sounds like the stone that you're looking for, the right. stone of Galore. Sick. I don't like the fact that she got creeped out by holding it. <laughs> Stone like the pathway to Cthulhu? Okay. They don't call him out by name, but there's old and the forgotten gods. Yeah. That are like very, what's his name, Lovecraftian. Yeah, totally. She looks at you and goes, do you have any pieces of paper? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have five pieces of paper. Oh, I give her. I give her a piece of paper, yeah. She draws out like a rough sketch of the Southern Ward and then like circles where the windmill would be okay cool um and then she tears the other half in two and she you see her write um holliver torn rudder and keith warloon and fold them up and put them in the boy's mouths oh shit majorg will find you quickly and she turns to you and says please avenge their deaths oh man this is so sad okay i look at her with a determination and give her a nod now i gotta fight some magic users <laughs> cool I look at the paper, and as I look, it becomes the city, and we're on the back of a pigeon, (laughs) and it's (laughs) flying over the city, and uh, it's having a great day. It's, like, spinning. It does a little loop-de-loop. There's two mice on its back on their way to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and it goes, don't put them in there. You're not going to like what's going to happen, and it shows them (laughs) sideways. So we're just watching the pigeon now over the city, but, like, we don't see the city anymore, and it's just, like, happy. It's, like, doing little tricks, and then it just runs into a windmill. (laughs) Just explodes. (laughs) Yes, and just, uh, it's, like, it it runs straight into it as, like, the tower, like, chops it down and, like, knocks it to the ground. (laughs) And it... It goes right past Myrie, who's we follow it, go all the way down, and it like splats behind Myrie, but she doesn't notice. She's like walking, Perfect. looking at this windmill. It's like creaky and old and decrepit, and looks like the kind of place where like cultists would hang out. Sick, and uh, a couple <laughs> of feathers like loop de loop in front of her, and she like kind of looks at them as they go past, but doesn't notice the bird behind her that has exploded. <laughs> Uh-huh. great and then uh she's looking up at this windmill and there's like people in the street so she doesn't look super suspicious even though she's like all black but she's casually blending in is there an upstairs boarded up creepy window i could sneak in make a perception check crit fail yeah, it looks like just a weird boarded up part of the wall <laughs> <laughs> but there is a boarded up door on the front that you on the ground floor that you can walk in cool what time is it? Is it nighttime? It is still late afternoon. Oh, actually, fuck, I forgot to do one thing. I need you to make a constitution check, please. Please. From the Oh, shit! Oh, from the cemetery or something? 21. It's hot and you're sweating. You're schwitzing. It's not awesome to be wearing all black and leather, but you are not feeling the effects of exhaustion yet. Trevor, uh, um, on my way to this windmill, a fight broke out. Between two families (laughs) in a square and they were being broken up by someone who looked very sweet and nice and then the prince came. (laughs) There's no prince, but yes. Uh, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, wait. It was Red Never Ember. He 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 tore them apart. Rebellious subjects, enemies to peace. What ho, you men, you beasts that quench the fire of your pernicious rage with purple fountains issuing from your veins. 
Yeah, that's happening back So because that's that's taking everyone's attention, Thread doing that. I don't know what's Thread, though. And, uh, but it is. It's it's Tom Hiddleston playing the prince in Romeo and Juliet. Brutally under. No, no, he's not the prince. Oh, well, he could be. Yeah, he'd be better as the prince. So it's Thread as the prince. There's some other nice boy being Benvolio. Or girl, who knows? And, uh, yeah, Ren is the prince. Ugh. I go up to this door while everyone is distracted by that. Yeah, I... everybody's distracted by the fight breaking out in the streets between the... Montalets and the Capagues. Montalets and the Capagues. I'm writing it down. It's canon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's oh no! Wait, so I'm sorry. We're doing a musical theater. It's the it's the Monta Sharks and the Capugets. Oh, I hate it so much more though. <laughs> All right, I'll allow it. So I go up to the store. No one's around, and I mm. push my way inside because I rolled a one, and I don't know if there's another entrance. <laughs> Yep, you sure don't. You push it open and you see a couple of people huddled over in the corner. You see disused straw mattresses. Make a perception check. Crit fail. Crit fail. These people must live here. They must. This, they're probably paying rent. This is probably Sick. completely sanctioned by the city. They all appear to be asleep. Peaceful, normal sleep. Fuck it, I'm going to tell you this because I want everybody to know, and I did a lot of research. You can see there's people huddling in the corner. They all appear to have... a uh, their lips stained blue, which is a mark of Sanish addicts. Do you watch Riverdale? No, I don't. They're doing a fake D&D called Griffins and Gargoyles, and all the kids keep killing themselves, and their lips are stained blue, and it's a whole plot thing for this oh, whole really? season. For oh, real. Right. It's it's actually great, but the season keeps being trash and great. Okay, so they're like huddled in the corner. You're basically in a heroin Being high. Yeah. yeah. There's a door to your left. Uh, great. These guys aren't sentient enough to really care about me, right? They don't even seem to notice you. Yeah. Perfect. I clock them, make that call in my head, and just leave them be. I know you say clock them to mean, like, take note that that is there, but for me, clocking has always meant punching. (laughs) Like punching, like Indiana Jones style? You're right. But no, sorry, it's fine. Keep using it. And then I uh, go through the door to the left. To the left, you can see you're in a hallway. There's doors kind of to the right and left. Far at the end of the way, you can see a staircase leading up. Cool. Let's go upstairs. You make your way up the creaking stairs. They're like not particularly sound. Like some of them are broken in places. Also, they don't have risers, which is terrifying. But on the railing on the way up, you see pigeons. And Yorick is there. And Yorick is going... <laughs> Just kind of like ruffling and being a pigeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look at him and I put my finger to my lips like, shh. He tilts his head at you. And then I keep going up the stairs. Okay. You keep going up the stairs. We stay on York for a second. And then we see one of the squatters grab him and eat him. Oh, my God. My poor vegan friends listening to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry about the fantasy animal death gang. I didn't kill them. Okay. You make your way up to the top of the stairs. To the dark at the top of the stairs. Terrible Neil Labute reference. And you can see an ancient uh, millstone, you know, that is used to grind flour. Uh, It's not being pulled by anything right now. Dust and cobwebs cover everything. Uh, There's a door to your left, a door to your right, and a door on the other side of the millstone. Let's go to the right. Okay. Uh, You open the door to the right. It's a stone floor. It appears to otherwise be empty, but there is a door across the way. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing in this room? There's nothing in this room. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go the door across the way. Make a perception check. 13. You can tell that the lock on the door is shiny and new. Also that it is locked. I want to try and pick it. Okay, make a thieves tools check. Oh boy. It's a nine total. You can't seem to get it. Must be a really nice shiny new lock. But can I break it? You can definitely try I will say you hear on the other side of the door, you, you hear somebody go, shh. Hmm. Yeah. For sure won't get the jump on these guys. Is there... No, there's no sign of a staircase up. I really want to climb on the outside of this building and go in through a window. Is that possible? Um, there is another door that you have not explored. Yeah. Let's go to the door that was across, across yeah. from the windmill. From, do you know my perspective? Mm-hmm. Great. Part of the uh, wall has uh, like been crumbled and knocked away, and you can see pigeons roosting in here. Yorick, strangely not among them. Hmm. There's like a little uh, ledge that you could use to crawl onto the outside. Yeah, I want to do that. Make an athletics check. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's do that. <gasps> Woo! 
I'll use luck on this one because I don't want to fall to my death right now. All right, if you insist. Not today. Ooh, so much better. 21. <laughs> um, <laughs> take, you sidle along the edge and a little, you know, crumble of stone like falls away and clatters to the uh, floor below. Um, you are facing an alley though, so there doesn't appear to be anybody that can see you. Sweet. You sidle along your edge and you see that there is a window that is slightly ajar mm-hmm. that would have led into the room that you were trying to pick the lock of. Sick. Can I see any movement from within the room? You can peek in. Make a perception check. Nat 20. Boom. <laughs> you, this faint smell of uh, turpentine hits your nose as you peek in through this window that you can also see has recently been repaired and the hinges are freshly oiled. So you could, if you were to open it, you could probably do so without making any noise. Inside, mm. you see two people wearing red robes. Their backs to you. They're facing the door. Because mm-hmm. they heard noises. Mm-hmm. Got it. Good job, Myrie. <laughs> Good job, Myrie, botching it un- intentionally for to distract them. <laughs> Did this on purpose. And you can also see paint canvases and tarpaulin strewn over. There's another door next to the one that you were trying to open. Inside, there's a king-sized bed with a clean mattress against one wall and an armoire. That's pretty much everything. It looks like an apartment. It looks like a studio apartment. Right. And an art studio. Um, Cool. They're not looking at me, so I want to creep up to this window, open the little panes so they're fully out, and I want to handspring my whole body through the window and kick them in the back. Kick them both at once? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. First, make a stealth check so as not to be seen. 18. Okay. Very stealthy. Next, make an acrobatics check. 19. 19, tight. Okay, and then make two attack rolls. This is going to take your action and your bonus action. Uh, what kind of attack? Um, it is a strength-based attack because it's a kick. <laughs> natural 20. Really? Yep. Holy shit, okay. Man, she And needs- another natural 20! I rolled two in a row! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! Okay. I didn't cheat! I didn't cheat! It's all real! Oh my god! <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. One sec. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. I win the game, right? We're done. (laughs) I'm going to win right now. Oh my god. (laughs) What is your strength modifier? Plus two. Okay. It sure is a shame you did this. You got such good crits. They're grand. That's so good. Like you got, you had, a, you had a double twenties and like the move is hella cool. Do you have inspiration right now? No. You have inspiration right now. Okay. <laughs> okay you've got inspiration because this is so cool. You like sneak open the hinges that they distracted, roll in and then kick them both in the back against the door. They're each going to take six damage. Ah, what the fuck? fall down you're also going to be at the top of the initiative order right now i'm going to count it as if you just got a natural 20 on your initiative right because i snuck up so hard (laughs) yeah dude you did though like you really did i know i am so proud of myself i lucked so good i lucked so good Mm. we're an initiative you are in initiative so it is your turn they are also they're both knocked prone yeah they are uh, I'm gonna kill these dudes. Uh, <laughs> I, before I fight, I'm, I'm always like, hmm, do these people deserve to die? And today I'm like, yes. Who, the devil cultists? Yeah, and they killed their friends. And they have the thing you want. Most importantly, they have the thing you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, chaotic good. And I, uh, I draw my rapier and my short sword, because this is my new thing, I guess. And, mm-hmm. um, fuck daggers, dude. Yeah, fuck daggers, dude. And I, I'm gonna take them one at a time. So, the one on the left, I'm gonna... There's a boy and a girl. Oh. <laughs> Don't make it like that. Uh-huh. Jack, who's on the left here. His uh, name's Aaron, but yes. As opposed to Jill. <laughs> Whose right. name is Sophia. Right. Aaron. But it's spelled, like, with a Y or whatever. And, okay. He's on the ground. I'm gonna, uh, stab at him down with my rapier. And then, yeah, that's first, right? I do this okay, one at yep. a time. Yep, roll with advantage. With advantage? Oh, sorry. He's prone, and you're making a melee attack. Okay, 16. That's a hit. Great. Ooh, that's going to be an 8, 3, and 3. So... 11 plus 6 is 17. 
Wait, what? It was it was eight, three, and three. Yeah, and then you get plus three from your dexterity modifier. Okay, great. And you still have a bonus action. I like to believe I have this guy stabbed into the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to slash across him with my short sword. Scoop. Fifteen. Yeah, that'll hit. So six. You... And he... <coughs> flinches twice. He goes... <coughs> and it is his turn unless you want to say some sick shit. Devil may care. Who's the demon? Alkalites of what? Uh, Asmodeus. And he's a devil, which is an important distinction. Thank you. He, uh, looks up at you and he goes, You know what? I fucking hate this town! And he puts his hand into a triangle form in front of his amulet, and then, like, does some, like, complicated Naruto bullshit and makes more triangles. He does some hand stuff. He does some hand stuff. That's a good name for a band, Myra. You should write that down. These three purplish-looking, like, imps with long bat-like wings and spines coming out of their uh, heads in place of hair and spines running all down their arms <laughs> emerge from the shadows. And Aaron goes, Take the stone. Bring it back to the castle lanterns. Oh my god. No! And uh, hands it to one of them and it, it like grabs it and flutters and like <laughs> looks at you. It's going to join the initiative count. But it's, you've still got some time... And yeah, so one of them takes the stone. One of them takes the stone, and then the others like fly around, and they do kind of like a three-card Monty switch type thing. Um, so you're not sure which oh, one. Oh yeah, has it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. And then it is Sophia's turn, and you see, looking around you real, really quickly as you're like watching these devils, you notice all of the paintings in here are like. Most of them are half finished, but one of them that is, is like this really hardcore black metal, like Hound of the Baskervilles lurching Mastiff standing in uh, front of like a like a fucking field of flame. And the woman who like st- uh, pushes her back up against the door and she says, some people say art imitates life. I like to think that art imitates death. And she touches the painting and it like ripples like water. And then out of it steps this big lurching dog and it also joins the initiative count bollocks she says with fear in her eyes <laughs> oh gulp yeah exactly it's your turn oh thank god i want to i want to kill this kid in front of me the boy great get his things to disappear i'm gonna rapier him you still have advantage he's still prone sick because I forgot to make him use his movement to stand up. <laughs> but he's also stabbed into the floor. Oh, yeah. He couldn't easily. <laughs> uh, 15 plus dex and proficiency is 20. Hits. Cool. 5 plus 3. How do you kill him? Uh, yes! <laughs> I have both my swords in him, and nice. I just drag that rapier across. You can feel it, like, catch on something real quick, and then oh. slice through, and blood oh. splatters against the ground. Oh, God. Uh, Sophia goes, Aaron, no! And turns to you with a look of hatred in her eyes, but it's still your turn. Do those things disappear? Nope. No! Uh, Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. Okay. Does it look like... What are those things called? The three things he made happen? They're called spined devils. Oh, gross. I hate spines. <laughs> but I know it's a different kind of spine, so it's okay. What, you hate, like, story arcs? No... <laughs> No, vertebrae and, like, being paralyzed is very spooky to me. Oh. Gotcha. Very cool. Uh, yeah, my big spirit is being paralyzed. Noted. There's another room, right? There's the one that you she's slumped in front of, and there's one on your left. Yeah. I want to go through not the one that's locked. I want to go through the one through my left, and can I go and, uh, like, hide? So, you've got a choice. Either you can... Yeah. Run and try and hide, but the, um, like, pretty much everyone in here will get an opportunity attack on you, or you can disengage and then try and hide on your next turn. And you can, like, slam the No, door because you. I get to automatically disengage if I hit him. Am I right? Yes. So you disengaged from him. Copy. But he's I'm also engaged. dead. I mean, I'm engaged to everyone else. Okay. Let's go hard. Let's go fast. Can I roll to figure out which of these things would be the easiest to kill? Whether it's her, or the hound, or the... Uh, you can make an insight check, yeah. Ten. You think she's the humanist-looking one, and she therefore looks the squishiest. Alright. I'm gonna short sword at her. Oh, natural 20! Boom! 
Uh, you roll 66. What? 2d6 for your sneak attack, 1d6 for your short sword, double that, and add 3. Shit, dude. And add 3? Oh my mm-hmm. god. Oh, 5. 4. 5. 6. Next one's 1. And 2. How do you one-shot her? <laughs> oh god. She says all that stuff to him, and then I run my sword through her, and I say... Thou desperate pilot, now at once run on the dashing rocks thy seasick, weary bark. Here's to thy love. Woof. I mean, great. I'm very proud of you, but also woof, says the dog. Um... (laughs) He's about to wreck me. Dog stays too. Dog doesn't disappear in a poof of smoke. Dog does not disappear in a poof of smoke. These rules are whack. (laughs) Would have been very cool if dog disappeared in a poof of smoke, but you just straight up one-shotted her. And I think also you, like, stab into her and you like hear her sternum break <clears throat> and like it dribbles down and then dribbles across the floor onto one of her canvases because art does imitate death which is what you said but different and it, it and she's wearing red too and so uh-huh. it's like just getting a darker red and it goes down yeah yeah no she like the blood seeps through her red rose and she like grabs her hand she looks at it and goes I've got red on me and kills over that's so good alright he's coming for you doggy style this cute little pupper turns to me and he does what? <laughs> he snarls. <laughs> he turns to you, the spine devils are by the window, which is just far enough that he doesn't get pack tactics. He barks and then like looks like he's going to almost like cough up a hairball, which is weird because he's a dog. And then you see a flickering of, of like orangish red and then you smell sulfur, which is just enough time for you to Jump think back. about dodging out of the way. I want you to make a dexterity safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, okay, so then it's 12. <laughs> By the skin of your teeth, kid. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, yeah, I rolled you seven, so. Cartwheel out of the way and like <laughs> jump and uh, scan as it like uh, the flames <laughs> against the door and the <gasps> wall and uh, begin coating the canvas and the uh, chemicals Turpentine. into fire. Yeah, oh, the room man. is is, ke- is catching fire. Uh, oh, you man. still take. That's so many dice. Oh my god, it's, you guys have been rolling for like 10 minutes. It's 66. But he did not do that well. You take 8 fire damage. Whoa. When I do dodge. <laughs> Yikes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alright. Also, it's only hotter in this room now. Oh no. What's next? It is the... Uh, Spinies. Like, Spinies turn. And you see them like... Like chatter to each other, like iron and the, they head toward the open window that you like left open, and no, 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 and they're now flying out toward the roof. It is your turn. Okay, I would like to go to the window and jump towards. Are they going to the roof across the way? Yep. It's gonna be difficult, but you think you could jump onto the roof? How much is falling damage in this game? It depends on how far it is. You're, I think, on the second story. 15 miles. You're 30 feet high. You're, th- you're on, like, a third story, basically. I'm on a third story? I only climbed yep. one staircase. Yep. It's fine. But it was a very high staircase. Fine. I mean, if a story is 10 feet, you're 30 feet in the air. Or 10 meters. Ha 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 ha. Jesus. This could be suicide. Um, I want to follow them. Do I think I can even keep up with them based on how fast they're moving? Yep. Okay, great. Then You've I'm got gonna... confidence in your abilities. Perfect. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go after them on these roofs. Make an acrobatics check. <sighs> Thank God for luck. Am I right? Mm-hmm. <gasps> it's good. 20. Not natural. Tight. You see them going off and even the dog is like behind you. Um, you and you can hear the and as you jump out the window glass shatters and like the frames uh melt as a torrent of fire streams behind you and real quick you like flash pose and what song starts playing something kooky and fun queen starts playing (laughs) you see the spine devils go and it's yep you see the uh hellhound yep you see the roof jump You hit the ground and rolling. The dog is like running, like looks out and goes. 
<laughs> yeah, one single tear, but it's a fireball. It rolls down yes. its little cheek. Oh my god, perfect. Um, and you're chasing after these devils. I am. Real quick, make a uh, constitution check. Sucks. Ten. Okay. You got it, you're good. But it is hot, and especially hot on your back. But cool girls don't look at explosions, so you're, you're running straight forward, and a dart comes out of left field, and you see one of those fine devils curl up, and its wings like flap around it, and it falls to the ground and uh, vanishes in a puff of smoke. Uh, you turn to your right, and you see the black viper running on the rooftop outside you, and she goes, do you want the one on the left or the one on the right? Oh, snap! I would never thought I'd be happy to see you again. <laughs> And I say, the one on the right's mine. Then I'll take the one on the left. And you guys are running down. She was on my right. Uh-huh. And so... Oh yeah, you we, cross over. We leap and cross each other. High five. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Do I get to stab? Do not get to stab. They're about 100 feet in front of you. Copy, great. So, I want you to roll a d20. Actually, no, this is going to be more fun. If you get a bunch of 20s, roll a d10. Ooh, I rolled a one. Okay. Um, as you're running, you see a 10-foot-wide gap in between the rooftops. So you can make an athletics or an acrobatics Athletics check. I'm better at. Oh, wow. I know. Silly. Basically, there's a huge gap. Basically, there's an alleyway underneath uh-huh. you. Um, and in order to get to the next one, you've got to clear it. So roll that jumpy, baby. 14. You sail through the air, no sweat. You're gaining on them. <laughs> or it, because you've now picked the one. Mm-hmm. It weaves and uh, flaps away, trying to lose you. It seems to be heading uh, west. Yep. You're sticking on it as best you can. Make another uh, D10. It before it hits the sea. Mm-hmm. Six. As you're running, the uh, shingles uh, begin to <gasps> slip underneath your feet. Make a dexterity saving throw. 20, not natural. They slide and you're like... Slipping and sliding and ducking. And I'm like, uh, oh my god, at one point I go on one one hand and then the other hand mm. and then I come back to my feet. Yeah, so you're slipping off and like you're actually in the air running on the tiles as they're like yes. falling to the ground. And then you like grab two and heave yourself up. Okay, roll it one more time. Three. The next rooftop is lower than you are. Make an athletics check. It's like ten feet down, so you need to like jump and uh, like land like a badass. Seventeen. Which you do with a plum. You dump and fall into a tumble, and you see the devil, like, realize that you're gaining uh-huh. on it, and it goes off of the roof into an alley. Oh, snap. I want to bounce back and forth between the alley walls to get down safely. Yeah, dude. Make an acrobatics check. Cool. Sixteen. You kick, and skid on one end of the alley. You look, and it's uh, at the other end. Make a, a constitution check. Oh, bollocks. Because you've been running and it's really hot. Oh no, seven. You're going to take your first level of exhaustion. Oh, balls. So what happens at this level of exhaustion? You have disadvantage on all ability checks. Things like athletics Including and acrobatics. Attacks. And not right. attacks. And, you know, queen. the queen fades out. <laughs> Kill the queen! Yeah, and then it's just like the last note as I like skid to a halt and like there's sweat dripping down my face to show that the exhaustion, the first level of exhaustion is there and it just fades out. You do hear somebody go, kill the queen. Somebody else goes, what? And they go, oh. And like three strings Merrick and a bunch of bars go, oh, sorry. And like stop and they stop busking and like move yeah, along. I love it. That's perfect. In the middle of the alley, you can see a hire coach with two draft horses attached to it and the driver with a feathered cap and matching outfit. And a elderly tiefling uh, is sitting in the passenger cab. Next to him is a uh, like another like red-faced looking man with a wide-brimmed hat and a cloak. And the uh, devil flies up and hands the stone to <gasps> the man in the coach. Can I throw a dagger and stop it from going between, like, as it's being handed off? Yeah. Like, to try and knock it out of his hand during mid Yeah! Fucking roll it. It's a high DC, <laughs> but, like, our... Oh, man. 17. It's close. You throw the dagger and it like just sails past. And like the man in the uh, higher coach looks at you and says something to the driver. And the uh, driver whips the draft horses and the higher coach begins to pull out of the alley. Oh, by the way, as it's driving, I'm memorizing its uh, license uh, <laughs> it's... license tapestry off the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do this. Okay. The um, 
bodyguard stays behind and like the coach is ahead of you the bodyguard like cracks its fists and then like takes off its hat and from its hat you can see like it's got these purple spiny ears and then it like removes its cloak and you can see its beard appears to be made of like barbed tendrils yikes it's muscular and purple skinned and it is going to i'm gonna have you roll initiative armchair wizards dude freaking armchair wizards i got nine total it's nice it's not the nicest no it is going to run up to you and its beard like becomes prehensile and starts thrashing around at you horrifying your ac is 14 it is it thwack thwacks against you as uh as it punches you in the gut uh but the punch uh just is absorbed by your armor but the beard slashes against and you take five piercing damage um, and make a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Crit fail. Well, okay. You are poisoned. Fox. You... It is your turn. It is my turn. He is standing in front of you. Uh, and the higher coach is making its way toward the end of the alley. Can I poison him right back or will it not work because he's poison type? <laughs> you don't know. Oh, man. Oh, might as well try it. I keep forgetting I have this poison. I'm going to poison the tip of my rapier. Or does that take an action? It takes an action. Oh, no. Screw that. I'm going to fight him twice. <laughs> I'm going to stab him with my rapier. Oh, but this card is getting away. Uh, wait, stop. I didn't take my hand off the chest piece. I want to go after this card. I don't care about this dude. Okay, you can disengage and move past him. Yeah, I want to do that. Is there another card I can jump in and be like, follow that card? Let's find out when you get to the alley. Great. <laughs> okay, I disengage. Do I roll? No, you just disengage. It's an action. Okay. So you, he like swings at you with his beard again, and you like matrix style, like backwards bend overneath uh-huh. the other way, and then kick off the wall, get landing on the other side of him, look behind and see that he's behind you. He's like, what? Um, and you dash to the edge, and you stick out your thumb, and a higher cart pulls up, and you go, follow that carriage! Oh, so what? Now you're the boss of me? All right. And it's Maxine! Yeah, Maxine! Let's do it! <laughs> All right, love. Hold on to something. And um, she goes, you, take five. And the guy reading the paper, like, folds up his paper and gets off down off the higher coach. <laughs> and I and, climb uh, in the driver's on. seat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so cool. I look at Maxine. She's already, like, clip-clopping along. I'm like, do you need me to hold the reins or do you have it handled? Please just set those down. Please don't touch anything. I like time off. And then we're following this thing. You were following this thing. It's about a uh, 120 feet away from you. You're rolling along. I need another book. So you uh, are heading toward an intersection and another horse, a, a dray, an actual dray, a double decker bus comes out of the side and Maxine goes, hold on, make a dexterity check. Jeez. Or an acrobatics check. I mean. Ooh, nat 20. Boom. She, like, dodges around it, and the cart, like, goes on one wheel for a yes, second. Yes, it does! And skids and, like, crunk. It's like that scene in Baby Driver. Away. We're doing chase scenes in our Edgar Wright episode. Oh, my God! <laughs> this is so tight. We did I love so well. We did so good. I gotta get this guy to crash on, like, a overturned lamppost or something. And to go through his windshield. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. He, um, careens around and, like, skids and like um, keeps on along uh, Maxine rounds the corner make another dexterity saving throw keep in mind you have disadvantage on these oh well I got nat 20 on that one so, yeah. so I should re-roll nah fuck it okay. I forgot to tell you ooh fudge that's gonna hurt but she Six. didn't say fudge she said the word <laughs> no I didn't I know <laughs> Six. it's eight eight okay <laughs> still not great you skid and boom crash into the side um it uh, jars you uh, a little yeah. bit, and you take three bludgeoning damage. Okay. And he goes, Ugh, I'm gonna feel that in the morning. And she, uh, cop, 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 starts picking up uh, pace again. You're heading down and down and down. You're in the trades ward now. I am gonna do this one more time. As you're going, uh, mud from the rainstorm the previous night is uh, oh, no. uh, causes your cart to slip back and forth. Make a dexterity save. 
double 11s plus my saving 16. Tight. Okay. You manage to stay in, but like the door swings open for a sec and you like, you roll off the um, driver's side for a sec. Yeah. And then you catch the reins and wing on and like swing on and now you're like fucking legolessing. You're on her back. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Cool. She goes, you see the little red buckle? My right flank? Yes. Pull it. And I do. You pull it in the cart clatters and falls loose behind and you're just kind of riding Maxine now through the streets. Right. You're gaining on the cart. You were close enough that you could theoretically jump onto it. I stand up on this horse's back with two feet surfing kind of and it's close on my eyes. It gets slow and it like two black bars make it even closer on my eyes uh-huh. and then I leap. <laughs> Make an athletics check with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Ten. You leap, and he actually <laughs> skids to a halt, and you overshoot it, tumbling uh, onto the ground. You're going to take another two bludgeoning damage as you <laughs> fall against the streets. I need you to make another two constitution checks, because I forgot to have you do one in the alley, because I was so excited to get Maxine in this mix. Get her in the mix scene. Uh, I did one that was a seven. Ooh, and a natural 20! Okay, well, your speed is halved, so you still take one effect. But when you fall, you clatter to the ground, and you're you're trying to catch your breath, and you stand up to your feet, and you come face-to-face with a dragon. What? Make a uh, perception check. Okay. Fifteen. Cool. The dragon, like, roars at you, and you see when it comes down a little kid inside its mouth who's going, roar, and it closes it up again, and then, like, it's straight up, like, war horse, a giant puppet of a dragon being led through the street. You're in the middle of a parade and there's all these people like dancing and jingling and oh like waving God. batons. Today, you totally forgot, today is Dragon Down. There's a parade. Um, and it's completely <gasps> cutting off traffic. This whole road is like blocked off but it's being uh, right. uh, taken down, down Waterdeep Way toward Mount Waterdeep and you know it's going to be burned later. You look around and you see the man with the stone has gotten out of the coach and now he's like pressing against the parade traffic uh-huh. like, or like, you know, through the crowd of uh, spectators looking through. It's like, I'm like moving through and people are like, hey, watch where you're going. But he's headed that way. Okay, cool. He's out of the, the cart now. He's on foot too, right? He's on foot and so are you. I know. And I'm at half speed. I'm trying to think. Is there, is there like a dragon scooter that I can break off and turn into a skateboard? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> There's like this little like wheel. It's a little off. There's this little wheel cart. It's okay. We can go to Zemeckis. I think Edgar Wright would be honored. (laughs) Great. So describe it. Go ahead. So there's like this little, uh, there's this uh, kid pushing along a little like, (laughs) so fucking good. This little like, like basically like in Back to Future, like this little square box that's got like a little dragon head on it. And he's like scootering along and you go and pick him up and like pick him off. Sorry, kid, I need to borrow this. <laughs> and then you snap the top of it, and it's... Let's get Here, it. keep this. Hey! As you fucking invent skateboarding. And then I skateboard off. Whoa. <laughs> and I go, happy dragon down! I'm, like, shouting ahead of me to just try and, like, get the crowd on my side. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, there's a moment where they'll look at you in stunned silence. And then everybody starts cheering together, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, and I'm going after this dude. Uh-huh, and uh, fucking, you're skateboarding. It's hella cool. Insert song here is playing. This v- dude is like pushing his way through the crowd. Make a perception check. 16. Wow, well done. <laughs> you see, as he's pushing through, you see three kids that you recognize as members of the Black Feathers, three new recruits <gasps> that Fagan got. One is Nat. Uh, she's a, a 10-year-old uh, Aleskan girl like you. She's a little redhead comparisons have been drawn but she's deaf and um you see her like standing on a crate signing something follow where she's looking and you see uh, a kind of like chubby uh nine-year-old tarami boy whose name is jenks and a uh, nine-year-old tiefling boy with an eye patch named squidly and you see um jenks like fall over and like kind of crouch into a ball and trip the dude and the dude like falls Uh and he like uh as he's picking himself up you catch squidly reach into his pocket and pull out the stone and then the three of them Uh duck down a side alley he doesn't appear to notice though and he continues pushing his way through the crowd trying to get away from you i uh swerve my skateboard hard turn down the alley and i go hey you kids stop but there's no sign of them 
No. Make another perception check. <laughs> no. Can I use luck now? You can. Stupid kids. And I rolled the same. That's what you get. When you let your heart win. Three. <laughs> you suck I so know. hard. But it's much cooler for the story if you don't. So, cool. even though you have no idea where they're going, you hear a <laughs> scraping sound. Um, you look around, you don't see what that is, but you do see a uh, manhole cover. <gasps> and I'll let Lee, the player, put two and two together. She runs down yeah. the alley and <laughs> trips over this manhole cover. Yes. <laughs> and, like, scoots it back open again. Yeah. And she she's on the ground. And she turns her head around and looks at it and crawls down it. And I think you slide it back closed over yourself. Yeah. And it's just dark and quiet. I assume I can go left or right. <laughs> it's a tube. Actually, the pathway only reads around to the left. Cool. The now familiar scent of excrement wasps up to your nose. Poor Byrie. <laughs> only way that you can go the path would be left. And it is dark. God, fresh sewage. What a phrase. I can't see... All right, I'll light my hooded lantern, but keep it close to me and mostly be listening as I walk. I'm just using it so I don't sure. fall into the muck. You slide along the path and you can see it forks off to your left or continues to the right. You're standing there wondering which way to go when you hear coming from the path to the left the scream of the young girl, Nat. Great, I'm going to go that way and start running. Okay, you head into muck. It is up uh, three feet high. Which is, like, up to your chest or belly. Make a constitution save. Oh, Am I not poisoned anymore? Uh, no, you're still poisoned. And you're exhausted. Get it, Trevor. I suck. You don't suck. It's hard. Five. Okay. Chapter eight, diseases. (laughs) Am I about to get the clap? Sewer plague is a term for a broad category of illnesses that incubate in sewers and swamps. Well, it takes, it's going to take a while for symptoms to manifest, so don't worry about it now. Oh, no. That's going to be a fun thing for later. <gasps> yeah, Red totally wants to date Myri. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the sewer plague. Everyone go get tested. Just your friendly neighborhood reminder. It's important. Sexual health is important and honesty is also important. That's you squelching through the sewers. Eventually, you come to a door on your right. It is made of rusted iron. I look inside it. It is made of rusted iron. Oh! Okay, open it. Yep. Oh, God, why? As you peel it open, the hinge is corroded long ago, and you, like, sm- push it open, and it... And the lintel has completely rusted away. Lintel? It's the piece above the door. This is another Edgar Wright reference. Loved it. There is a hallway ahead of you. There is a door on your left. Can I investigate slash perceive any way that these kids went? Make an investigation check. Oh, it's good. 19. You see um, shitty footprints. Slurp, slurp. <laughs> leading ahead into the uh, room ahead. They pass by the door. Okay. Uh, so I don't go through the door. I keep going into the room ahead. As you round a corner, the other kids round into you and go, ah, ah! The two boys, um, like, almost basically collide into you. There's no girl with them? Uh, no, there isn't. Um, they scream. You're ah! I grab both their shirt ruffs and hold them up above, like, off the ground. Uh-huh. And I go, what happened? Where is she? The little tiefling goes, she's back there. It's alive. I drop them. <laughs> please, please help her. And I say, you guys got to get out of here. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And they, um... You made her look like me, Trevor. You did this on purpose. Huh? <laughs> you did this on purpose. It's good. They, it's like, good story. clamber out into the into the sewer and go squelching around. The chubby one has a stuffed owl bear that he carries with him. Aww. You make your way into the uh, center of this room. I'm just going to, like, jump ahead because we're kind of starting to run low on time. Yeah. You see this girl, like, her eyes are rolled up in the back of her head and she's holding onto the stone and kind of just, like, lying there seizuring. Uh-huh. What do you do? She's lying down? Yeah, she's on her back. Can I kick this stone out of her hand? Yeah, absolutely. You That's what I want to do. You kick and it against the, against the wall, and it clacks harmlessly against it, and the light begins to fade in it. She immediately goes... <sighs> Nat? 
she uh, leans up against and like hugs you and like wraps her uh, like buries her face in your uh, chest and then she signs you smell awful <laughs> i like hug her back and i'm like uh. yeah you probably shouldn't touch me i probably got some sort of disease in here i don't know like a sewer disease but i say don't tell anybody what you saw here don't tell anybody about this gem especially not fagin and you better tell those two little sewer rats to do the same look here i'm <laughs> I'm gonna give her like 75 gold. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> to, okay. Like, take back to Fagin or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, here, at least you got something from today, Casey asks. She like like scampers off, you know, the way kids do. <laughs> like, okay, cool, danger's over, bye. She's leaving, she stands in the doorway and she signs, "I miss you." I don't say anything. And then she like turns and runs back. And I just give her like a weak smile, doesn't reach mm-hmm. my eyes, and then I turn back around towards the stone. I'm gonna pick it up with. A cloth. I don't know. Like, I have, I must have gloves. I'm going to pick it up with, like, not even the glove on my hand. Like, I I put it, the glove between my hand and it, and I pick it up. You pick it up, and you can hear this. Starting in your mind, like this whispering. Uh Uh-huh. You can get it into your bag safely. Yeah, I, like, shove it in the bottom Mm. of my bag. I, like, put all the ball bearings on top of it, and then all the lantern. (laughs) Okay, what do you do now? I looked down at myself and I go, it's always got to be sewers. <laughs> and then you start the squelch back toward the exit? Yeah. All right. You um, climb up from the ladder. Oh, God. I'm like shucking muck off of oh. my legs with my hands. I'm like, I go, ugh, at least the worst part of my day is over. And you slide <laughs> off the manhole cover and you see a row of city guards with armed crossbows pointing down at you. Eustace Staggett is sitting there. He goes, or down arms. And he reaches down and plucks you up. He goes, is this the one? And he looks over and you see the val- uh, the man that you were chasing oh, through the crowd nod. You jerk. Stone Daughter, you are hereby charged with disturbing the peace with the murders of Aaron Zalranda and Sophia Nalreich. You're coming with us. And um, he takes your bag, filts through it, and then uh, picks up the stone. Is this it? And the valet goes, Yes, that's the one. Uh, he hands it over to uh, the man who takes the stone and sneers at you as you're pushed into a paddy wagon and brought oh, to man. a courthouse. Holy crap, Trevor! After all of that! After all of that! I got it! I got it! I didn't have to kill the kid! Oh my god, I'm so mad. <laughs> oh, also, as you're being locked in a paddy wagon and clanking away, you see Fagan peering out of the shadows and he like gives you a nod like I told you I'd get my revenge Thank you for tuning in to this episode of 1P D&D with Beverly Jean as the voice of Myra Stone Daughter and Trevor Wade as the voice of everyone else Joshua Penn Pearson did the music. Inspiration for this episode came from Waterdeep Dragon Heist by Wizards of the Coast, available at your local game store. Hey, if you like the show, why not leave us a review? Tell a friend. You know what to do. New episodes every Wednesday. See you next week.